This is the Grim <laughs> Fix podcast. <laughs> to be to be honest, it feels great to be back. I mean, we took a two week, right? Two weeks. We yeah, took vacation. Two week vacation. Uh we tried to plan to still record, but where I was at, I had no phone reception, <laughs> and the internet was mega, mega, mega slow. Mega garbage. Man. So it was, yeah, I'm telling you, I was disconnected. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like I've never had that issue like that in PR. And this time, like, I had no reception. No, it's Only people that Well, had, maybe it was because of the rain. Maybe. I don't know. But it was like anybody who had an iPhone couldn't contact me. Or if they would hit me up through WhatsApp. Besides wow. that, I had no contact, like no no reception. Like if I left the house and yeah, moved away, yes, but where I was staying at, no reception. So disconnected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I am I'm back. third world country shit. <laughs> I am back it, with no tan, as you see. <laughs> I thought I was gonna come back nice and dark skinned, come back all tanned. No, it did not happen. I got in one beach day and and it was only a couple of hours and that's it. But life is good. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, since I got back, I did watch the series. Not a well, it's like a mini series. It's three episodes, a docu series. Waco, yo, you guys should watch that. Waco. Oh, I have it on my list. Yeah, I man. Like I knew stuff about Waco, you know, you what you hear, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea, like all the details. Like I didn't know that that whole standoff lasted like fifty-one days. Fifty-one days, yeah. I I didn't know that. Super, but yeah, it's super interesting. Have on my list. And, and yeah, that's about it. I haven't really watched much TV, so I've been watching The Office with the. The deleted scenes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the audio commentaries. <laughs> no, no, no. With the deleted scenes, so they have what they call, I think, it's super fan episodes. I think is they're called, mm-hmm. and they have like all the deleted scenes in it, so the episodes are longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like a person like me that's watched The Office so many times, like I know what's gonna happen. I know most of the lines. Like when you see that, it throws you off. Like, oh shit! Like, oh, this is new. So. <laughs> So yeah, what's up with? I'm just waiting guys? on the new season of Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Did they? I seriously There's... thought that was canceled already. No, it's it's the new season comes on uh, April twentieth. I know there was a new movie. But no, they, they have they a new drop season. a new season like like four twenty it drops on Paramount Plus. How many? seasons But I'm saying have? like, but like Beavis five? and Butthead came back. They already have a season out. 
Yes, on 420. Comes out 420. When is it 420? For the, where, tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. But but that's what I'm saying. Um, This is the first season since they come back. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought that they already had they a did, they, they did. A, they did a second movie. And then this is a new season. Did you see the second? No. It's not, it's not MTV I'm anymore. really skeptical of watching it. <laughs> it's on Paramount. Because I know, like, I American Dad, they sold it to, I think, TBS. They have to cancel uh, it. Yeah. And then TBS picked it up, so they're still dropping new episodes. Well, the new Futurama's coming up. They revived that it. That one, too. Yeah, that one, too, came out. Futurama's yeah. coming out again? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Damn, I wow. I'm so <laughs> out of touch. I, yo, I haven't, I haven't seen that for quite a while. Yeah. I haven't seen All these but classics. Let's see. See if they don't ruin them. Yeah, well, I see more that they're ruining it. So that's that's the scary part to me when they want to reboot things. And then, you know, obviously times are different. So yep. they want to adjust things. And then it's just they adjust it to the point where it's not funny. Futurama itself didn't make a lot of noise. So. Yeah. So anyways, well, if you are watching us for the first time, I want to thank you for being here with us. You're watching us on our YouTube channel. Obviously, if you're watching us, you're watching us on YouTube. If this is your first time. I want to invite you. Now is a great time to subscribe to the channel, to share the video, activate that notification bell, and drop us a comment. If you are listening to us on, I was going to say iPod, <laughs> on really? podcast <laughs> platforms. <laughs> What is an iPod? <laughs> you're listening to us on podcast format through your favorite podcast platform. I want to invite you now is a great time to subscribe and follow the podcast. Leave us a review. If it gives you the option of dropping a comment, a review, stars, whatever you can do, please do that. And above all, share, share, share. If you have an interesting story you want us to read, you want to be one of our topics for one of our shows, we want to invite you to send us your story to thegrimfixpodcast at gmail.com. I also want to make an announcement that uh, officially now our podcast is also being showcased on the Buenos Dias Media TV channel. All right. So, uh... Yeah, but you can also subscribe to our main channel, which is the Grim Fix Podcast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there you go. So let's start mm. the show. You the French fries. I feel like I'm a little rusty. I feel like I haven't done this in a while. So I'm like a little... <laughs> yeah, I got my mojo back. But um, today, we will yeah, be... I don't, know if it, huh? I don't know if it's my computer, but I see you glitchy really bad. Who, me? Who, me? Yeah. Both of these. Oh, so I'm, I don't know clear. if it's my computer or what. It's it has computer. to be you. Everything yeah. clear. Me too. So um, today we will be talking about alien movies that are based on quote unquote true stories. We will be using an article from best.lovetoknow.com. I don't know how reliable the source is, but <laughs> this is what we're going to read. <laughs> And this is uh, written by Crystal Schwenke. Schwenke. So um, this is what we'll be reading. 
and we have a list of a few movies. I gotta be honest, straight off the bat, when I saw this list, because I was looking at a different list, and it ended up I was looking at the wrong list. That's the one I was reading and I was hyped up about. I was reading the wrong list. So the right <laughs> list, which is the one we have here, I gotta be honest, I haven't seen any of the movies. So uh, I will be just reading and commenting on what I read because I really Look, can't comment. We just got to leave it. Mm -hmm. We just got to leave it to the listeners, you know, to is that, their uh, opinion. Uh, you know, it's up to them if they want to believe or not. Yeah, we're just reading. I, I'm used to what Hollywood gives me, man. I, you know, to to uh, Independence Day and all that stuff and the yeah. bang, bang. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. They, like when you talk just... about aliens and alien movies, again, mind you, we're reading a list of movies that are based, based. on quote unquote true events. We we're going to talk about alien movies. Like I was going to be pissed if Signs wasn't here. That's one of my favorite. Aliens, dude. Aliens. aliens yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Signs. I don't know why I love that movie. Mind you, they only show the alien. What is it? But is is it based on loosely on on a true event or not? No, I don't science. So. No, I don't no. Think so. that's, that's what I'm saying. If we were just gonna talk about alien movies, like signs would have to be there. Um, Independence Day. You, to be honest, I don't think I've ever sat down and watched Independence Day from beginning to end. Really. I Part one was saying. good. Part two, uh. garbage. And I, and, but I remember I, it was what nineteen ninety six when that movie came out. Yeah, I, I, I remember so. I was in the theater in Parkchester, Bronx, New York, and I think we went to see maybe it was Twister. It's probably like the end of ninety five, something like that. Mm. Ninety six, ninety seven. I don't know. One of those years. But I remember that they showed the preview, and it was like a year. We a, a year, yeah, a year and change before the movie even dropped, and I remember seeing the trailer. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, imagine if this shit really happens. <laughs> but when that movie dropped, I was actually in PR, and it was ridiculous to get tickets to get in. So yeah, shit blew up. That, uh, that movie was awesome when it came out. I saw yeah, it. I, I heard it in Whitestone. I saw it in Whitestone Theater. Nah, the same day it came out. But then I see movies see. like the ones that I was mentioning, like um, the faculty. The mm. faculty. That was the that was a fun movie. I'm still the trying class. to remember that movie. Yeah, it was like in a school, uh, and the people the, that worked there were like, like the teachers and whatnot, the faculty basically of the school. Yeah, there was like these like alien like yeah like Charles said like body snatchers. Body snatchers. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that again because I, I like I and said then they had to snort a drug. Recall. To see if they were infected with the alien or not. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have yeah. to sit down and watch it again. Because I think I Early saw 2000s. it because I remember the name. And I I do remember it's about, you know, it's in a school and whatnot. But I can't recall, you know, I can't recall the details. Early 2000s. We're boomers. Yeah. So speaking, boomers. Of, uh, <laughs> speaking of alien movies, um, during my plane ride... To Puerto Rico. Please tell me you recorded out the window and flying saucer. <laughs> no. That'll be cool to add on. <laughs> I I watched the movie Nope. Well, oh, I watched God. half of the movie Nope. No. Exactly. That's what you gotta say. Nope. 
Yeah. And, like, and how I, was it? Nope. So yeah. okay. You want to see it? Nope. So let me let me give credit where credit is due. The beginning was very interesting. But to be honest, I watched the movie and I still don't understand what it has to do with the movie. Let me explain briefly. Opening credits, you hear it's sort of like a live show going on, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you hear screaming, you hear thumping, and there's a chimpanzee that loses his shit <laughs> and basically ends up beating the shit out of everybody there, killing them. Literally beating the shit so out of So you see the chimpanzee like full of blood and he's like, you know, like he's an, obviously he's an animal. So he looks like confused because he's like bathed in blood and you see him like wiping himself and. Then as the movie goes on, they show you a little more about that. <laughs> I still don't know what it has to do with the movie. It does. It, what, the champ? I, I don't get it. The it chimp, doesn't have yeah. to do shit with it. Like, yeah, to be honest, it, that's the best scene of the whole movie is, is that <laughs> to me. So, the fist bump was the best scene. Yeah, but it's like it's it's actually a story that it, that that intro scene. Hmm. And but, as they expand on in the movie, is actually a story that that would interest me to know right. what happened and why it happened. Okay, most likely they put that part. It was because of um this guy Stephen Young. You're using real names. That means nothing to me. Well, okay, this guy so, from from Walking Dead, the Asian guy, right? Glenn from Walking Glenn, Dead. Glenn, that's the name I was trying to remember. Glenn. Um, it was he was the little kid under the table. I know that, but it still but maybe it was means just, nothing to the movie. So I but thought you're of talking, were you talking about the chimp's reaction? So when they show that right during the movie, you meet this the the Asian character. I forgot his name in the movie, and he's interested and he has like memorabilia from the show. He was one of the kids in the show, right? He's the only survivor. As the movie goes on, they show you what happens after the chimp kills everybody. It goes towards him and gives him a fist bump, right? And as he's giving him the fist bump, <laughs> they shoot the chimp, right? The, the police or whoever the fuck shows up, they kill the chimp. The, the chimp. Okay, the chimp. fine. I was thinking maybe it has to do with eye contact because the movie focuses on eye contact. There's a mm-hmm. scene where like these horses and if you make eye contact, the horse kicks somebody. This whole freaking alien that's they never really show. It's a freaking ship. It looks like well, a ship, but it's it looks alien. like a ship. But at the end, it turns like into something else. It was just but what, so but what you're talking about is like the animals reaction to everything. So, well, but but that's because... my point. So in the movie. The guy discovers that if you don't make eye contact with this flying saucer looking alien that's hiding behind a cloud with a big hole, it won't really attack you. Right. So I'm trying to make the connection. Okay, he doesn't make eye contact. They show you the clip of the eye contact with the horse. Maybe that's what happened with the chimp. But while they're doing when they show the scene of him and the chimp, the chimp looks at him. So I'm unless they're trying to say, well, the table mantle was a little over like his eyes like this. 
So he's not really looking into the eyes of the chimp, and the chimp goes like this and reaches over and gives him a pound. <laughs> explain it as it may, or explain it how you may want to explain it, it still adds absolutely nothing to the movie because it has nothing to do with it. Nope. But that story of the chimp, they should have made the movie about that. I think at that least, story of the or chimp at least was a connection, best. at least a, a true connection to towards it. Well, I haven't seen the movie, but what you're describing with the animals, that's called a close encounter of the second kind, which it has to do with animals. The animals are having an alien encounter. For what you're telling me, interesting. And what you're seeing is, you know, the movie maker's interpretation of what that is. Okay, yeah, but that that scene itself is like in the past, you know. Yeah, that happened and in, in the past. In the present, in the present day, it has to do with the horses. The horses freak out. They like run. A dumb alien. It's, it's like a. It's it looks like a weird. ship. It comes down <laughs> like. And then it sucks everything in, and what everything that it it doesn't like it yeah, just it spits it out. I have to watch the movie. Now. It's got so me curious. I'm sorry, but the movie is so Mom, terrible, the, bro, bro. The worst part was the way they destroy that sh well so called ship. I, I know it's like you stretch this whole movie, and then you end. That it was up the worst part with a <laughs> balloon. <laughs> like a big ass balloon. Like, well, the premise of the movie is that they want to document an mm -hmm. alien encounter. That's fine. And because they want to make so money they, so off they, of it. So, huh? Did you notice who the photographer was? Ooh, you that saw it. I'm trying. I he did look familiar, was but the I, cam not the young guy, the old. No, no, I know guy. the old guy. The voice itself Ooh. was familiar. But I can't. I I've been trying to break my hand. I didn't see the credits. He's the bad guy from The Crow, the one with the long hair, the boss. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right. That voice is freaky. You can't confuse. That's why that I shit. knew that voice somewhere. Yeah. But he's so old, yo. Yeah. So anyway, that was nope. We went on a tangent on it, but yeah, the movie. <laughs> mm, for those of you watching and listening, if you want to watch it, go ahead. Leave us in the comment. Did you like it? Maybe you like it. I, I didn't care for it. I had to watch it. Uh, I watched half going to PR. I fell asleep. Then I watched the other half coming back. And uh, yeah, <laughs> not a great experience. So um, <laughs> that's what two hours and something <laughs> lost. Yeah, at least I was sitting on a plane. I wasn't going anywhere. So at least for the trip going you over there, something it, else. It, it helped me fall asleep. So <laughs> that was a plus. But yeah. All right. So let's get into this list. Okay. So let's read uh, the introduction here that it says, If aliens are the one thing that can terrify you senseless, you can rest assured knowing that many of the movies about aliens based on true stories are actually only very loosely based on real life. Not knowing the backstory before you watch an alien movie can add to the creepy element of the film. But many people like to know just how much of the movie is actually true either before or after they watch it. So the first one is The Fourth Kind. Again, 
I have not watched it. I think Charles. I did. Yeah. Okay. It came out. So, um, what year does this come? It doesn't say what year. Okay. 2009, 2009. I think. Mm-hmm. So it says this is the mo- So the way they wrote the article is they put the title of the movie and then they put the movie story and then they synopsis. Put the- yes. And then they put the quote unquote true story true that story. inspired the movie story. Okay. So with the movie story, it says this 2009 thriller features Mila Jovovich. Charlotte Milchard and Will Patton. It's set in Alaska where a number of mysterious abductions occurred since the 1960s. A psychologist begins taping video sessions with some of her patients and discovers chilling evidence that supports the theory that alien abductions do occur. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's the movie story. The real story... I mean, the true story says the fourth kind is loosely based on a series of disappearances in Nome, Alaska. The FBI believes the disappearances were a result of combining excessive alcohol and the harsh winter climates. And family members suspect a serial killer was involved. According to Anchorage Daily News, though the movie is supposedly based on a psychologist archival footage the same article reports that no one has heard of the psychologist that did the research i have another article about that movie you have another article on that movie yes because i remember what what got me to watch the movie at the intro because she's like she sits down she goes like well what are you about to see it's real and it's like deeply disturbing images and blah, blah blah so i was like let me see if this movie was real or not and then they start explaining the whole um based on a true story thing that movies like texas chains of massacre they tell you that yeah this is based or inspired by true stories and it makes people get engaged with the movie and whatnot mm-hmm. but what was interesting about the article is um, the title of the fourth kind comes from a system of classic. Oh, this is from is the fourth kind actually based on a true story? This is from creepycatalog.com and Chrissy Stock- Stockton is okay. the writer. Um, it says uh, um, they say the title of the fourth kind comes from a system of classifying encounters with extraterrestrial life made by astronomer professor and ufologist J. Allen Hynek, who was a scientific advisor to the U.S. Air Force's UFO studies, such as Project Sign, Project Grudge, and Project Blue Book from 1947 to 1969. A few decades into his career, Dr. Hynek began to publicly disagree with his military colleagues about the nature of UFOs. After finishing his work with the Air Force, he went on to create Center for UFO Studies, or UFOs, and urging the United Nations to create a centralized authority on UFOs. He also believed there was sufficient evidence to support belief in extraterrestrial intelligence, or ETI, and extra-dimensional intelligence, EDI. In his book, The UFO Experience, A Scientific Inquiry, published in 1972, Hynek classified encounters with UFOs on the following scale. This is when it becomes interesting because I didn't even know there was a scale about this. 
Yeah, me. And either. it starts with nocturnal lights, simply seen unidentified lights in the night sky. And then it goes to daylight discs, seeing a UFO in the daylight. Then it goes to radar visual, a UFO that appears on radar. Then it comes to close encounters of the first kind, which has seen a UFO within 500 feet. Close encounters of the second kind means seeing a UFO and experiencing some kind of physical effect, such as a vehicle malfunctioning, observing animals reacting, feeling heat from the object, etc., which it got yeah. me thinking about the whole chimp thing. Mm-hmm. Then it goes to close encounters of the third kind, a UFO sighting in which some kind of alien life is also witnessed. Close encounters of the fourth kind means a UFO sighting in which a person is abducted. And then the fifth kind means direct contact is made between aliens and humans. Hmm. It even says that Dr. Hynek later served as a consultant to Steven Spielberg in the production of the film Close Encounters of the Third Kind in 77. So yeah, and, and then they start explaining if the movie was real or not, but yeah, the most interesting part was this. Yeah, I didn't know there was a whole like a spectrum of uh, yeah. kinds of encounters. Holy shit. The more I was know. always I was always wondering when when I heard about that movie. Um, Let's look at Encounters of, of, of the Third Kind. I was like, what yeah, kind? why was it the Third Kind? Exactly. Well, yeah, there's a movie also called The Third Kind, right? It's not that on this list, but really, wasn't Third it in kind? the other store in the other uh, what you call in the other article I was reading? I think it was one called The Third Kind. Yeah, Close Encounter of the Third Kind. Yeah. That was a 1980 movie. So, yeah, no, that's really interesting, though. The whole uh, categories of of the, the, the spectrum of... Um, so, so maybe that puts more to perspective the whole chip thing of the movie. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I still don't uh, understand, like, unless, again, unless there was a... Uh, which they don't show unless there was maybe, yeah. Was there a sighting? Was there something nearby? It's up to you what you want to believe. Yeah, It's probably something, the simplest thing. You know, and from there, they just build up. I got to say. Yeah, like everything. Yeah. But then they, yeah, oh, they overbuild it. And overhyped it. Yes. <laughs> And aliens, yeah, aliens. I would love to see one. I would be you, bitch. It's like it's like <laughs> I was wondering. No, no, I was, I was, I was literally checking out. You know, just skimming through, trying to find out how many like types of aliens are there, and there's quite a few. And there's the gray one. Then there's one that's called. Uh, see what's the name? It's just weird. It looks like a Pokemon. I always loved ET, man. Uh, Hop- Hopkins Hopkinsville Goblin. That looks like a freaking Pokemon. <laughs> then there's there's the stereotype little green man, and this one just bugged me out. It's a Nordic alien. Well, it looks like Roger from American Dad. Ooh. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Actually, no, no. What they what they described is that it's supposed to be. From six to seven feet tall, has blonde oh, hair, blue eyes, and <laughs> fair skin. You know who that made me think of? This guy, um, Dolph Lundgren. 
South London. South London? Yeah, he's, he's tall. You know, he's blonde. <laughs> I don't know if he has blue eyes, but, no, um, you know, he's one of those uh, from, uh, from Ireland, I think it is. No, oh, not Ireland. I, I always know him as Russian. I, he's probably not really Russian, but <laughs> not Russian. He's Rocky he is. Poland. And who did you say, Elvi Crepo? Elvi. All right. So um the next one on the list is Fire in the Sky. Mm-hmm. Should I read it or does somebody else want to read it? Either way. All right. Let's just get to it then. All right. Could alien abduction be a possibility outside of Hollywood? Question mark. This movie, a Hollywood version of Travis Walton's story, suggested Mike. The movie story. Fire in the Sky was released in 1993 and stars D.B. Sweeney, Robert Patrick, and Craig Sheffer. It covers the 1975 abduction of Travis Walton in Snowflake, Arizona. A group of friends and co-workers claimed their friend was abducted while they were on their way home after working to clear an area of the woods. No one believes them, and instead, the friends are blamed for murder. When the missing man returns, he can't remember what has happened, but the memories slowly leak into his consciousness. Yeah, the true story, Robin. You saw that movie, right? Yeah, I saw it, and uh, a couple. Uh, well, now I saw it the day before yesterday, and <laughs> eh, it's interesting, but not like let's go rush and watch it. Okay. You know, it's just like it caught my what caught my attention is what supposedly it had been done to him. You know, well, they, didn't they show... don't show the probing. Well. <laughs> They do show some stuff, but they don't show everything. You know, don't they don't do no anal probing. I like the singer about the I like the singer. And they actually show, you know, the you know, the way they usually look with the almond eyes, the big eyes, black yeah. eyes. Yeah. It's an exoskeleton. What they look under is they got smaller eyes. I can't say it has more human features, but it doesn't look like the normal alien that you'd be seeing. Yeah, I think that's a movie I would watch, though. Sounds you know, pretty interesting. So you know, it's it's more it's more based it's more based on trying to prove the innocence on the of the guys of his friends, friends. and trying to when he gets back, they're trying to prove that he was abducted. You know, that right. they're not trying to make a mockery of things that that they want to be on you know on the spotlight. It's basically most mostly focused on that okay didn't they do if i mean by reading this isn't that what they did on uh american horror stories right yeah that's what i'm about to say yeah the best season of american horror stories season what? two asylum oh the season best. two no no but i'm not talking about asylum. that i'm talking about last year's season when they did uh half of those vampire type oh, oh my god oh, that was Jesus, so horrible no. but then the second half was the aliens and if you remember it was like a group of friends that 
and they're driving home and all of a sudden something happens and they can't remember and apparently they were all abducted and then they no. put a whole bunch no, of I it. thought that you were talking about asylum no no that whole season was about aliens yeah, was it so basically nothing about aliens i gotta rewatch that season then hmm? aliens and the devil and whatever remember that the aliens took his wife, and then they think he's bloody face. Right. But they just they still didn't focus. That that, like, it's like they didn't that. focus on that area itself. Huh. Yeah. But it reminded me. I still right. like it. Don't get me wrong, but the true story that inspired uh, Fire in the Sky is the movie is actually based on a book called Fire in the Sky, The Walton Experience, by the man who was supposedly abducted. It's a first-hand account of what happened on November 5th, 1975 and describes what happened after he woke up on the spaceship. The stories of Walton and his friends passed polygraph tests, but journalist Philip J. Class attempted to debunk the story in his own book, UFOs, The Public Deceived. Right. Hmm. Yeah, they, they had to do the polygraph test twice. And the second time they passed it. Yeah, it's like, how do you, I mean, yeah, man, think about it. Like, you go through an experience like that where this person is missing. And now they're trying to accuse you of murder and you got to try to prove. I mean, and granted, the guy appears later on. But it's like, how do you prove like, hey, I was probed. <laughs> it was anally pro. They touched my coolie up there. <laughs> you know, it's like how no, no, no but the way they wrap them up, man, that's scary itself. They put. They, I gotta, you know, I gotta like, watch that movie. It's, I think that's a movie know, I want to watch this weekend. You know, it, it it's like when they um put them on the table, they put like this um this cloth over him and they suck out all the air. You know, and they put one over his face. And you can see as it, you know, the air sucked out yeah, the shape like of his face. Sealed. Right, vacuum sealed. And what they do is they clo- they cut a little slit uh, over the right eye. And since he's screaming, they cut a slit where his mouth is at. But then they don't show, you know, they show some things and you have uh, an idea to, you know, of what they're doing to them. Yeah. But um, they don't show exactly what they're, what he's been done to. Hmm. All right. Um, next one on the list is Apollo 18. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that the Tom Hanks movie? I, don't I know. really don't know. I don't remember watching I think that's a Tom Hanks movie. Let's see. I don't know. I, I, I don't I remember watching right. it. What is it? Apollo 18? Yeah. yeah. Apollo 18. Was he up there with a ball with Mr. Wilson? Mr. <laughs> uh, this is from 2011. Mm-hmm. Stars, no, it's with Ryan Robbins, Warren Christie, and Lloyd Owen. But he did do one, right? I think I know yeah. he did one. Yeah, Bob. it was an it was one of the Apollo movies. Let's see, uh, Apollo movie with Tom Hanks, right? Yeah. Movie with 
Tom Hanks. Oh, it was Apollo 13. Oh. That one is from 1995. One of the Apollo. Okay, so Apollo 18. Okay. You only uh, remember Apollo 18 from the movies and not from an actual space mission. There's a reason why. NASA explains the mission wasn't technically canceled, but renumbered to fit with the existing NASA strategy. I guess that's the movie description. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. That's the introduction. The movie story, the tagline of this movie, 2012 movie, is, quote, discover the reason we never went back, end quote. It covers a secret 1970s mission, Apollo 18, that followed the quote-unquote last manned mission to the moon. NASA supposedly canceled the mission, but it went ahead, funded by the U.S. Department of Defense. The movie presents recently discovered footage from the mission, and it shows proof of alien life. The true story... This movie is based on the theory that the Apollo 18 mission was not actually canceled at all. The footage is supposed to be from the actual mission discovered by Russian documentary filmmaker Timur Bekmambetov. Bekmambetov. I never really heard about this like story or anything, so I really Me either. Don't, I don't. I thought it was a song actually. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> He's still focused on that. Okay. So this one I one, never heard. I need to write. Backs, I think that's the one with uh this guy, the the raper. I don't remember that movie. Was it the raper Kevin raper. Spacey? The alleged, yeah. <laughs> See, how do you know I was talking about him? <laughs> <laughs> because it says right there the movie story stars oh, Kevin okay. Spacey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, with the, with well, the, I remember let me, let me fix that. The alleged, the alleged raper. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm talking about the alleged. Is he still in court for that, or I don't know. I stopped following that story. I know that. Uh, I think one of the people that I was accusing him. I think that story, like, fell apart. <laughs> let me find. <laughs> I don't want to call a man a raper if he's not a raper. So the alleged, the accused raper or rapist or, or... I think it's rapist. Rapist. Alleged. Alleged butt toucher. I mean, I know he was alleged about what, a touching a, a guy's butt and touching, like, sexy things to it. Like a young guy, I, I don't know. The alleged, allegedly, let me fix that and I'm gonna say it again and again. Allegedly, we don't, we don't want no lawsuits. Yeah, the alleged butt toucher raper. Okay, man, we're, we're gonna get someone by lawyer tomorrow. I know it, I know it. Somebody's gonna be knocking at my door tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, something, no, I'm I don't coming know. on this, behalf. That's of what they accuse them of. Like I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm just. This is what he was accused of of something like that. <laughs> Touching inappropriate. Yo, open up your door. You're gonna see someone dressed up in black and <laughs> holding a gun, just waiting. Yo, I come on behalf of Kevin Spacey. I don't know, man. So, uh, this 2001 movie stars Kevin Spacey, Jeff Bridges, and Mary McCormack. 
and covers the story of a mental patient named Prot, who claims to be from another planet, Kpax. Therapy and other treatments don't seem to make any difference, and the psychologist races to discover the truth about Prot before he returns to his home. Oh, to his home planet, as he claims he will be doing so. Because of Prot's knowledge, demeanor, and the ineffectiveness of treatment, experts in the field find themselves opening their minds to the possibility that Prot really is who he says he is. The true story. This movie isn't one of the alien films based on a true story, but it is sometimes mistaken for one. The film is, however, based on a book of the same name by Gene Brewer. The book is presented as if it's a psychologist's case study of a man suffering from split personality disorder. The patient is Robert, a man whose wife and child were killed, and Pratt is his other personality, an alien from K-Pax. So, yeah, the story can be kind of true with the split yeah. personality. Yes. Yeah, but why would people think that it's a true story? Because it says... It's, probably mis- it's mistaken for one. What well, made people believe the movie, the way they made the movie, it's um, it's sort Believable. of like, like it says it's presented as if it's a psychologist's case study. That's why it makes it believable. So that's I guess that's what they're basing it on. It's I don't know. I've never seen the movie. I never cared to watch it, but it sounds interesting when it comes to like split personality and things like that. I find that so uh, interesting. What like was that movie split. with this guy? Yeah, split. split. That movie was great, yeah, man. I love that movie. I like all of them. They were all You good. like it, Charles? Yes. You know what? Wow, I haven't, so I haven't yeah. seen Glass the, yet. The movie, the first, the first movie was Unbreakable, right? Yeah, yeah. Unbreakable. Unbreakable with um, split, split and Glass. Yeah, Correct. I haven't seen Glass. Like I think I started watching. So I got distracted. I, n- I never... They actually kinda... left it. They actually leave glass where they can continue it. Uh, but shouldn't. isn't that movie like based like on a comic or some shit? Yeah, well, it's sort of not exactly a comic, but you know, they say that um, some people believe that some are born with um true powers. Yeah, you know, you know who's glass, right? You know who plays glass? Yeah, Samuel Jackson. Right. So since he's like. That weak bone dead guy that, you know, if he falls down the steps, yeah, he has like yeah. 20,000 breakages. Mm-hmm. So that's why he calls himself Glass. And they, well, then they're split. You know, they, where he talks about the the, uh, the different personalities, you know, and when he becomes the beast. Yeah, I think that movie is so great, man. I really, really, really enjoyed that movie. When I, when I, I, first, like when I first saw it, I, I didn't know it had to do with Unbreakable. I didn't care for Unbreakable that much. But um, so you saw the movie as a whole. So yeah, when I saw Split, I just saw Split as as a movie, and I found it so freaking good, man. And then after I watched it, I started reading up on it, and that's when I saw that. Oh look, it's uh connected to this. Later. And then like a year later, mm-hmm. Glass came out, and I never watched it. But yeah, very interesting movie. The whole Split personality thing. Yeah, it makes you uh, think, man. How. How does I believe, that work? Like I believe to a certain point. I don't believe the whole beast part, obviously, but no. I feel like a <laughs> lot 
No, no, but, but what I mean is I believe that the mind is so much more so powerful, powerful than people believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the fact that what you, I mean, and when you take like these, when you study personal development and all, you know, things like that, they teach you like where you put your mind is where your life eventually shifts towards that, right? So if you're constantly thinking of poverty, you're always going to be poor. If you're thinking of wealth and you focus on wealth and you focus on getting that wealth, your life will shift to that. So it's like the power of prayer. When we talk about, you know, faith, when, you know, if you're sick and you believe that you're healed, like a miracle can happen. I don't know. There's something to that. Body like, reacts to it. Exactly. Like in, in, in Split, I think one of his personalities is diabetic. Mm -hmm. And they inject themselves with this, insulin. The system which are, changes. Yeah. And if a person that's not diabetic takes that insulin, they would have they would have died. Yeah. All right. You guys Very remember the movie Identity? No, but his no, acting man. was freaking awesome. Nah, man, like Xavier's the shit. What's his name? Something McAvoy or uh, something like that? Yeah. The... James McAvoy? James McAvoy. I know him as Professor X. Right. No, but his acting, yo, his acting there was freaking awesome. You know? Yeah. The, way, the way he could change his personality, like, up close in front of the screen, it's just freaking great. No, nah, man, it was a great movie. Brilliant acting on his part. Like, yeah. All right. You know, com compared to Wanted, well, then there we're going. <laughs> Wanted. Oh, that's the one with uh, Angelina Jones. I like that movie. Yeah. You didn't like it? No, I liked it. I'm not saying it, but it's not one of his good, you know. I liked acting. it. I was know. starting I to break out. Oh, the movie was good. Like I said, I've I mean, seen it's better full acting. Of shit, but it's it was, <laughs> it was a good watch. I've seen better acting from him. So, yeah, I guess. Good movie though. Wow. Yeah, no, the movie's good. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. And like you said, full of shit because that, yeah, that that, uh, that, that bending the the bullet. No, yeah, that that movie. Had, oof. They even they even they even did it on MythBusters, and they freaking. Debunked it quickly. But I enjoy movies like like if you're giving me a movie that's just BS, I don't mind because I'm expecting it to be BS. Like um, but they made lies. me believe that it was possible. Yeah, that's like, what made it watch, good. Like, like 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 True Lies, exactly. Like you know, we want <laughs> these are movies that you know. It's like all right, like uh, what is it? Fast and the Furious that they have these. Oh my god, these ridiculous stunts. <laughs> But you no. know, this is a movie that's BS. So it's and I hate it when people start to overthink this. Like, oh, that's impossible, bro. That's a movie. Like, relax. Mm -hmm. It's a movie made for entertainment purposes. So there is BS. Like, come on, come on. People want to see impossible things on screen. That's why you that's go. The, and oh, watch basically, John that's Wick. the only way you're gonna be able to see it, dude. John Wick is made of rubber, <laughs> and that's what I, I gotta watch see. the last one. Oh, I saw that last dude. one. Oh my god! Uh, they find well. I don't know who saw it. They, they finally kill I, him off. That's it. I, I don't think he's dead, man. I think he's faking it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I hope they leave it at that. But that dude is made of rubber. That's the, that's the. I the, just the feel guy like that's it's a movie that 
like part one i i i watched it like years after it came out like i watched it i think when i watched john wick part one i think is one when part three was being announced that was coming out so i decided <laughs> to watch it part one i was like this guy's really pissed off about his dog <laughs> But I watched it. I was like, all right, it's a, it's a watchable movie. And then part two comes out. I was like, he's still pissed off. Fucking guy still. This is still over the dog. <laughs> That's when I was like, all right, we, we, we got to change this. Uh, let's do something. I mean, the shit is they go, they go to part four. <laughs> he's still pissed it's, off. It's still entertaining, though. But it's like, come on. The man, action like, is awesome. Yo, the action scenes are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, what you want to see. Because I know that in real life, if it was me, I would be like stumbling like Peter Griffin. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, like Peter Griffin, man. Like, nah, nah, nah. But, yeah, I mean, they're watchable movies, you know. But four parts is a little much, though. No, especially uh, over they dog. It. It's not about the dog anymore, but. But people like it, you know. They it's still like, mention uh, it, man. It's become like I guess like a cult classic, right? Because people just go yes. to watch it just because it's John Wick. That's it. Ah, oh, doesn't mm-hmm. matter. The last one sucked. Ah, I'll go watch it anyway. Who cares? It's Keanu well, Reeves. Keanu thing. Reeves makes the character likable. I like him, man. To be honest, I, he makes I don't know it why. I like him since um Wing I, World. I like him. Um. I don't, I'm talking about not personally because I don't know him, but there's something no. about him, like as a person. It's a humble person. That I like. I Yeah, I don't know if it's, I, it probably it's is humble, that. It's a humble person. There's something about him that is like, you know, this fucking guy looks like a good guy. Like, Yeah, but dude, go and take a shot every time at the movie he goes, yeah. Take a <laughs> shot. Make it a drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's see. Oh, the last one here, right? The last one. Yeah. Which one? Blurry lines. To be honest, I've never even heard of this. I. I it don't even have anything. No, there. I don't, don't have think anything. it's a movie. It says... I think it's the conclusion of the article. Okay, so maybe this is okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right, so the conclusion says blurring the lines. Part of the appeal of some alien movies. Oh, I moved my camera. Part of the appeal of some alien movies is not knowing just how true the stories are that they're based on. Even reading the background for the inspiration can tell you for sure how true an alien movie based on a true story is. The lack of concrete knowledge can make a thriller about extraterrestrials so much creepier than your average scary movie. Yeah, and that's what made science so good because you never see the aliens. The I don't know if I agree with that 100%. What? Hangar 10 is basically the same thing. Which one? Hangar 10. It's almost the same thing. They don't show anything until basically the last moment. Nah, I like I like movies that show like I don't know about see let me see if I can explain this well. 
I am very drawn to alien movies. I don't consider them horror movies. No, they're not. Unless they're... No. To be honest, where we're at right now in the world, if we were to consider alien movies monster movies, I think they're the closest ones to becoming reality. Right? Yep. But... I don't consider them like I I don't know I'm drawn to them by an interest I guess point of view like War of Worlds mm-hmm. that movie I enjoy and it was scary in the sense of holy shit imagine this happens mm-hmm. yeah but I still don't consider it a horror film I don't know if I'm making sci- sense I, I think it's a sci-fi yeah. movie. You know, like signs. Signs, I like it for a whole different reason. I I really enjoyed and I I really I think I identified with a lot of what the movie teaches. I mean in my point of view, right? So since I saw I saw that movie what maybe two thousand two when it first came out, I think it was two thousand two, maybe two thousand three ish. Yeah. Probably 2002. And when that movie came <laughs> out, the first thing I was drawn to was that, like the whole message, the whole faith message. I found it so interesting the way M. Night Shyamalan was able to, to fit that into the script. Super interesting. And there is a movie that, even though they don't show the aliens to basically the end, the movie itself, I found it super interesting. Yeah, because it's the afraid of the unknown. We don't have to see. I, I personally, in my experience, I don't have to see the monster for me to go, "Oh my god, like, this is a good movie." Like, but then again, you go and watch movies like, "What was this movie that um, Rachel, whatever, what's his name? What was the name of the actress that does um, Superman's uh, wife?" Amy, Amy, it's, it's a white um, fetch. Which uh, Superman? Wait, exactly, there's so many. The the, one, one of the last movie? ones, yeah. She oh, did a movie know. She did a movie about um, the aliens that come to Earth, and then they think that the aliens come to uh, invade the Earth, but then they want to learn about the Earth. And then they end up like destroying the aliens because they believe that they are like a threat. But when an actual fact, like they weren't. What was the name, man? Like it was so good because uh, then they take her to try to learn the language of the aliens and whatever. And then she's trying to tell the government, hey, like the aliens that aren't here to harm us and whatever. But then since they're so afraid of the unknown, they end up killing them. Never mind. It's gonna. Uh, you caught me on that one. I'm trying to look. My point is that not all movies they have to be like the bad guys or whatever. Like they're really good movies that you know aliens like ET for example. Yeah. <laughs> ET wasn't bad, you know, but well, it's really good. That's alien the problem. Movie. You really don't know how they really are. Exactly, and then humans no. are afraid of the unknown. But yeah, that yeah, that's, I still wouldn't be one of those a holes on a rooftop with a sign. Take me with you. <laughs> Take me with you. 
One movie, but it's like I'm so I'm looking here at Man of Steel, right? That's a right. What's 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 no, the Man name of, of of the what the chick that does Lewis Lane? I don't. Is it wait up? Is is which well, which Superman is it? Is it uh Henry Cavill or Henry Cavill? Yeah, yeah, Henry Cavill. Yeah. Oh, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Okay, so go and search Amy Adams' um, Alien movie. What's it called? Contact? No. Uh, Amy Adams. There is one called Contact, but yeah, it's old. Alien movie. Arrival. That one. Ooh, I that remember is a good this movie. movie. Yeah, that is this a was good actually movie. a good movie. That they're that studying like movie. the language, the way they they yes. communicate. Yes, yes, I saw that at the movie theater. It was a really good movie. I do remember this movie. Yes, I don't remember you. the whole thing, but I remember it was really good because they have like, I remember that they have like two of them like behind like the screen. Yes, and they're just watching the patterns of how they communicate. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. All it's right. A good movie. I want to watch it again. Yeah, this is. Movie. I don't remember it. With it's this really guy, movie. also with uh the guy that does uh what is it Arrow? Who Arrow is it? Jeremy Rayner. Oh, he does uh Hawkeye. 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 Is it Hawkeye? Yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Was, I don't remember. I didn't remember. Yeah, Jeremy Rayner and Forrest Whitaker. Uh, he's a sucky actor. He's all right. Uh, but it was like a good movie. I gotta watch. Well, my point is that you know, but that's why I think we're just afraid of the storyline. Certain storylines you don't need to see, you know, monsters running. Yeah, you don't need to really see. Yeah, like that one, for example, like right. Yes, exactly. But yeah, some movies is just when you do a monster movie. I think that's where the issue lies. When you do a movie, see, you watch this movie, you're watching it because of interest. When you show me a monster movie, that's where I have an issue. You show me a monster movie, then you show me uh, the trailer. Just jump scares. Yeah, and jump you see all this, oh, more. shoot. And then when you watch the movie, it's just only at the end. That's where I get pissed off. <laughs> Anyways, so this has been the list of um, alien movies based on quote-unquote. And I'm adding the quote-unquote because it doesn't say that in the... <laughs> article but I'm adding that yeah it's a quote unquote true stories so we want to know what you guys think please drop us a comment on the comments below if you're watching us on YouTube or if you are watching us I mean if you're listening to us on your podcast platform yeah if, if it gives you the option of dropping a, a comment please do so or you can just comment and go to Facebook, Instagram, and that's it. Oh, and TikTok, <laughs> which we haven't really uploaded much, but you can go, yeah, on Facebook, you can search for the Grim Fix podcast and yeah, you can send us a message or just comment on the page. We will be reading those. And again, I just want to remind you if you have a, if you want to be one of our topics of the show, send us your interesting quote-unquote true story 
to the Grim Fix podcast at Gmail. I want to know if you were probed. Yeah, were you? The probed? details. <laughs> you got details. A, satellite, a satellite dish coming out of your ass. <laughs> we need to do another list, like the best Hollywood alien Hollywood movies. Yes, I agree. That's a good one. Yes. The best alien movies. But yeah, Signs. tell me That's we were probed. Let me save you the time. Signs. <laughs> best one. I got to rewatch that one. Signs, yeah, I've yeah. Seen that movie so many times. It's so good. I gotta sit down and watch it again. I mean, so it's been a while. You know what movie that. I want to rewatch, and I feel like a lot of people said it sucked. And when I saw it, I actually enjoyed it because I looked at it. I looked at it from a, <clears throat> let's say, a critical thinking standpoint. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it as a monster movie. I watched it as a interest and seeing it through a critical thinking standpoint the movie village you guys remember that movie sounds familiar i think i saw it but then again i don't remember what i watched last week so So a lot of people say that movie is trash i'm seeing i remember when it came out people hated it i know that they were mock they were mocking it on on scary movie four that I know of. <laughs> so I watched it and this is not the one where they have this little like a little um a little town like in the middle of the woods, but yet they're surrounded by modern life. They live like an old yes. fashioned life. Yes. Okay. And it's a village. Right. And they have so okay, here it is, the storyline. Says here, M. Night Shyamalan's The Village revolves around a desolate town in Pennsylvania. The residents of this town live by strict rules. They are not to leave the village or the monsters beyond their boundaries will surely attack them. Lucius and Ivy have an attraction, a strong one. But when Noah, a man with an intellectual disability and who also has feelings for Ivy, finds out that the two are in love, Noah attacks Lucius. He will die if brave Ivy, who is blind, does not breach the borders and find help to save Lucius. Okay. That doesn't really explain much, but. Nope. <laughs> so it's about, yeah, it's a, it's a desolate town, a village in Pennsylvania, and they live exactly like the old times, and people are not allowed to leave the boundaries that they have. Because the monsters and, will eat them. Because the monsters will eat them. And then you find out, I mean, I don't want to ruin it, but the movie's old. But then you find out that it was actually the people of the town dressing as monsters just to keep people within the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, uh, it's basically conditioning. That reminds me like of the Amish. You know, they, they kind of live like secluded. Yeah. But that's why I found it very, I, I, f- I found it interesting, the movie. I don't know. If you're going to watch and it as people, a monster movie, you're going to find that yeah. it's trash. And people hated it because there were no monsters in it. Yeah, because, oh, it's so stupid. There's no real monsters. That's not the point of the movie. Exactly. But many people, because that's what they did in the trailer. They make it seem like they it's sold a monster it. movie. Yeah. They sold it as a monster movie. All right. So that's why when people saw it, they hate. I didn't watch it with that intent. So I actually enjoyed the movie. But I want to see it again. Maybe I'll hate it this time around. <laughs> I don't know. Because it's true. Sometimes you watch this movie, you remember that it's so great. And then you watch it like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, it's like I forgot what it was. Uh, my <laughs> wife was like, "Damn, I wish I had this to eat." <laughs> it was years. I don't know if it was while we were in PR. She was like, "Oh, it's been years. I don't eat this." So when she eats, I was like, "Is it as great as you remember?" She goes, "Nope." She sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, so this has been the Grim Fix podcast. Thank you again for staying with us till now. Again, I ask you to please share with your friends and family so that they can also enjoy the grim content that we bring you week after week. Subscribe to the channel if you have not done so. Subscribe to the podcast. Find us on social media. Add us. Um, Yeah, man. Let's uh, keep doing it. <laughs> and I got some micro burritos. So until next week, <laughs> this is the Grim Fix Podcast. Please be safe. Peace. Peace. Isn't that microwave burritos? Hell yeah. <laughs> Damn, I haven't eaten one of those. Chimichangas, dude. Oh, Chimichangas are the shit, man. Hell yeah. Oh, I love Chimichangas. Well, they make you fart big time. <laughs>